Hello and welcome, this is PSG Review, a show that won't leave you hanging like a Toto's extension announcement that was supposed to come out on Monday, but without the word it was delayed for days. Also known as the show embracing the new era with the new stuff and fingers crossed finally some trustworthy people and safe pairs of hands. My name is Mikko Fine and follow and feel free to talk to me online at PSG Helsinki both on Twitter as well as Instagram PSGHelsinki at gmail.com if you want to email and this episode is all about PSG women's team. I was meaning to have all this as part of the previous episode already earlier this week, but the Katoto announcement has been taking its sweet time, so I decided to gather all these topics into an episode on their own. Some news, some rumors and a lot of tension, but also we do have some actual announcements. Everything has been on the move all the time and at the same time, yet seemingly nothing has been happening. Or so it has felt for weeks now. All action is in the various meeting rooms and such. And of course, many of our players have been preparing for the women's Euros, which are starting in a few days in England as well. In the preparation, by the way, uh, there was also an injury to our captain, Grasgioro, French midfielder, of course. The reports are suggesting that it would not be as bad as initially we were led to believe and that she should be also able to play in the tournament. But the big news of the summer with our women's team is the extension by Marie-Antoinette Catoto, the best striker in women's football. That is my opinion, certainly. Uh, Some may disagree and I would say that they are wrong, but of course these are all just opinions. What a great player she is. She has signed a contract that will see her in red and blue at least until 2025. Some time ago, I think last week, there was some news that the decision had been made, but we were not told what it is, what the decision was to be. It was said to be announced on the following Monday, which came and went with much stress, concern and heart palpitation. Certainly for me, no word. Then the news broke through the French press that she would indeed be extending in Paris, that her conditions had been met and those conditions were largely about sporting project. She really was almost in an identical situation with Mbappe earlier, you know, this spring, last spring. She could have gotten good money, you know, of course, let it be said, not Mbappe kind of money. The differences between men and women in football are vast, but, you know, a decent, good salary from any club that is big enough to even dream about her signature. But she is a Parisian titty and she was not about to let us down. It was a very complicated situation, of course, he had some demands which I'm sure were perfectly reasonable and in the interest of not just the team, the women's team, but the whole club. I mean, there's been changes that have been waiting to happen, that have been needing to happen for a long time. And my reading of this situation, and it may be right one or wrong one, I don't know, is that the entire organization has been on a move to such an extent that things have simply taken more time than what you or I would have wanted. The key people have been changing and it has caused some unpleasant delays, some quite stressful delays, depending on how how uh, deeply you are uh, living this experience with uh, with this team. 
there were many rumors, so many rumors, but rumors also are part of negotiation process. The main point was that she always wanted to play for PSG. She just had some uh, requirements for the club. She had some demands, uh, but if those were to be met, she was always very willing and open uh, to play for PSG. And it was PSG's job to make it possible or rather to not make it impossible for her to play in, uh, in in Paris because that was her dream. That is what we are at least led to believe. So that's essentially all there was to it. She kind of gave us an assistant open goal and we didn't miss. <laughs> I'm obviously simplifying a very complicated situation and I don't know what all her extension prerequisites were. Some of them could have been easily very difficult for the club, who is still, remember, contractually tied to various people players, coaches, the general manager. I mean, there were situations and they are investigations that are actively ongoing. So it's been tough. But I, I feel like Katoto has now, we hope, used her superpowers for good. And there is a healthier foundation underneath this women's team right now. Whether it's already in place, well, I don't think it is, certainly not entirely, but it seems like it is work in progress and they must just see it through at this point. To do things right seems like a lot easier option than to continue with this relentless crisis management, which has been ongoing for far too long. I mean, whatever has happened leading up to this moment doesn't make PSG look great in terms of its commitment and even interest in the women's team. But I feel there are also some circumstances and I don't have the inside information anyway. It's always easy to criticize things from outside when you are inside you realize just how incredibly complicated they are how incredibly nuanced they are and even if you know what the right thing to do is there might be obstacles on your way legal contractual otherwise obstacles on your way for you to do that there are some circumstances to explain this but nowhere near enough to excuse it that is my opinion As always, there's a lot of room to improve. There always is, no matter where you go, but we must also trust the process and believe that without things in positive motion, Katoto would not have signed with PSG. She, she would have gone elsewhere. She had other options, great clubs, where she could have gone. So uh, despite her having this willingness to continue her career at PSG, which is her club after all, we must also, just like with Mbappe, we know that for her to have stayed we can read in between the lines that a positive changes have happened because those were the demands. Professional athletes anyway, they have a short enough career, so she would not have gambled hers away unless there were some guarantees. That's how I look at it. Welcome to Paris. Lieke Martens, the Dutch right winger and really a great player, joins us from Barcelona where she won the Champions League in 2021, the season before the last one. She uh, comes with a lot of experience, a proven winner, including 2017 Women's Euros, where she was the best player of the trophy, winning Netherlands and also picked up the player of the tournament gong for her troubles. The same year she was selected as the player of the year, both by FIFA as well as UEFA. It sounds very good. Of course, she's no stranger to injuries, but those can come to anyone at any time. So it is always a chance that we take. 
Hopefully, with her experience, she can also bring calmness to the locker room after much drama of the last season and also calmness on the pitch during the trickier moments of the season. And there always are few of those when you start playing the very difficult matches. The margins are very small when you play against clubs like OL or maybe in uh, Champions League you play against like we were playing against Bayern Munich or Barcelona or whatever else. Uh, Of course, having said that, last summer when we brought an experienced player from Barcelona calmness was not the word to describe the outcome that player was of course Kerham Ruay but uh, this time is not that time this time is this time Martin shares her position with Sandy Baltimore who was the top assist provider of Dion last season but I feel confident that one or the other could do an excellent job as an attacking midfielder, some sort of 10 thereabouts, which is a kind of position that is currently very much open at PSG. It also depends on what formation the team will play with next season and even who will be the coach. So who, who will be the new coach? Is it the former assistant coach and former PSG player Bernard Mendy? Spanish coach Pedro Martinez Loza has also been mentioned. He's a former Bordeaux manager and now the gaffer of the Scottish women's national team, by the way, kept out of the Euros by Finland. Is it Argentinian Gabriel Bernstein who doesn't excite me at all? I have to be blunt and honest about it. I hope it's not him. Then of course there keeps on being the rumor about Gerard Brasher who used to be a coach uh, of Lyon he would also be good. Between him and Mendy or Losa, I'm okay. Or if there's another choice from outside we don't yet know about, uh, then that's okay also. But the team is in shambles and in need of rebuilding. That is why I wouldn't mind seeing Mendy or Sabrina Delanoy in some kind of key roles in this club structure in the women's department of PSG because I am convinced that they care both about the club as well as about this women's team. And the information available is that Sabrina Delanoy has moved or is moving from the PSG Foundation to replace Sophie Perichon as the coordinator of PSG's women's team. It's a, one of the key roles there in the structure. So to me, that really sounds great. And Mendy has been sharing more or less every single call for him to be the coach of this women's team in his Instagram feed, which is a curious choice of action. And uh, it really kind of makes me doubt his chances. But what can you do? I mean, what can he do? Like I said, I would be happy with him, very happy. And I feel that he more than deserves this chance. I feel like we should give him this chance, but there's also a chance that we aren't giving him this chance. If not, if we are not giving him the opportunity, it might be better off for him. I think we have to be honest that it might be better for him to go and try to get a manager's job somewhere else in some other French team or other team and work his way up from there because undoubtedly he has got what it takes. But we will see how it goes. But uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him as our head coach, but also I understand that that he can't be the assistant uh, you know, forever. PSG women's general manager Ulrich Rame should be replaced, at least reportedly, by Angelo Castellasi, who was an assistant coach in Paris during the Ancelotti time and also a little bit with Blanc too. But of course, he has also been heavily featured in this club as Leonardo's wingman. Anter Henrique, he has kind of a little bit wake but seemingly fairly central role on his return to PSG. Reportedly, he's also been part of the negotiations with Katoto as well. 
Yes, so the general manager, uh, Ulrich Rame, he wasn't doing amazing job purely football-wise, but the challenge, well, one of the challenges we have in this team, that we have had a coach who Rame had chosen, who had sexually harassed an underage player physically, as well as verbally others. And Rame, as far as we know, knew about this. And I don't care how good you are in your job. And, and he isn't that good anyway. But I don't care how good you are. You need to leave our club immediately for not acting and trying to hide these things. Some things are just much bigger and more important than, than football. That is something that there's no way around it. Some chaos in this team has been because of things that were entirely outside of our control. We never asked for the Hamurai saga to happen, the attack on her and all that all that came with it. That wasn't something that PSG had anything, any control over or, or, or we didn't do anything that led to that. But then, of course, there's also a situation that what is our reaction? What is the club's reaction? How do we deal with these situations? And those reactions haven't really been always satisfactory when it comes to many of these different things. So we hope that with these reported changes with Castellasi and Delanoy, we are in better hands. But while the structure is in need of major overhaul from the last season, the squad, eh, not so much. The squad itself is in surprisingly good shape. I would have to say surprisingly good shape. It will definitely need reinforcements, don't get me wrong, here and there, but especially as Katoto stays. We have a reasonable, solid starting eleven. Of course, very little on the bench, but the starting eleven, if everybody is fit, it is not in any way catastrophic. We need some strengthening to both bench and on the pitch. I would say that the goalkeeper situation is also a huge question mark, at least. Anyways, we had a full episode on women's team and towards the end we were talking about these various options and questions. You can go and listen to that if you want to hear more analysis, more more talk about this. I won't repeat all of it here, but the squad is in surprisingly okay at the moment despite all the negativity and chaos that have been surrounding us for some time now. I mean, we do need midfield reinforcements defensively and depending on a future systems, possibly also more attacking role. I feel we need starting level center back and then we need to figure out who is the goalkeeper. Like I said, more of that in one of the earlier episodes. But just to say briefly, Votikova was a pretty good option, but she is currently recovering from a very serious injury and operation, having her leg supported and the season is approaching. Of course, there's still some time before it starts. There's the whole Euros and everything. But but with her current condition, It remains a huge question mark how much she's going to be used and at what point, which what is the date in the calendar, in the diary when she can make her return to the full practice, let alone to playing full matches. Fall, of course, is gone now. Labe went already earlier and uh, Picot was injured pretty much the whole last season. Pretty much the whole last season. We assume she's now more or less back, but truthfully, I don't know if she's the one to be our starter. I don't know her level like that. Perhaps she is. But I would not mind seeing some new blood. So I would say we need someone who can take over if needs be and even someone who can be our starter if we really want to go all the way, both domestically as well as on the continent. And considering that domestically we are always competing, even with the currently title-holding Champions League winners, OL. For PSG to win any trophies, it's very important that we are solid all the time, everywhere. 
One of the big questions, and I think this was also one of the issues with Katoto negotiations, perhaps later on down the line we will hear more details about it, but I, I assume that this was heavily featured in the conversation that you know, much like with Pochettino, after a massively disappointing return to Paris, Kira Hamrai also, she needs to leave the club. The dynamic duo, Hamrai and Pochettino, who have nothing to do with each other as much, they had become such problematic presences in the club that actual money has to be spent to buy them out of their contracts. And it is, of course, within their labor rights of both of them, despite, like I said, their appalling contribution to their workplaces to make this as difficult for PSG as they please. It's, at the moment, sounds like uh, like Pochettino has finally agreed on some kind of a terms with Hamrai. It's total silence. We are completely in the dark. There's no no reports about about her situation. But they are in a position and they are allowed to ask for as much money as they possibly can to sell their absence. For Hamrai, this may end up being her last big payday as a football player and her reputation is now marred by the trauma for the time being, I would say. So she will not necessarily make it easy, although compared, of course, to Pochettino's payout, which he is, like said, but let me re-emphasize perfectly entitled to, you know, even if he has done a fairly awful job in Paris, but such are contracts and they've been signed always by two willing parties unless something has gone even more wrong. But compared to Poch money, At worst, Hamrai's payout is pocket money in comparison. You know, I was already mentioning earlier about the the vast gap between the with the salaries and and just the business of the men's and women's football. But but in a way, since it's still the same organization, I would imagine that this should not be impossible money for PSG to fork out in order to solve a problem. But Hamrai will go as soon as she gets a check big enough in her hand. And of course, on the men's side, and I'm, I'm not sure if this is real or just a repellent. I was mentioning this already in a previous episode, but there's this idea of a loft, basically a separate facility for players who aren't part of the plan, for the manager's plan, for the for the club's plan in the future, but who refuse to leave, you know, to keep them away from the competitive project entirely. They're not practicing together. They're not eating together. They're not spending any kind of time together. They're just sort of like pay the salary, you know, their usual decent salary to, to just exist in some other realm. And and I guess the idea that it would be repellent would exactly be that they wouldn't want that and they would rather go somewhere where they can play football. I don't know if any of this is true. This was a report. This was a kind of a leak that was coming from somewhere. But in all fairness, Hamurai's situation wasn't very far from that or, you know, towards the end of the season, last season, when she was distanced from the locker room after one argument too many. Important to always emphasize that what happened to Hamrai was absolutely terrible. Her personal business and relationships aren't anything we should even know about, so I'm not making a moral call on that. Let me be very clear about that. She must do whatever she pleases where there is a mutual consent between adults. But of course, the way she dealt with her pressurized situation by actively throwing her teammates under the bus that was not really a great situation. She can be both a victim of a terrible and undoubtedly very traumatic crime, as well as somebody who alienated everyone around her and that had very serious consequences as well. And those were, you know, equally, if not more traumatic to some, like Aminata Diallo, for instance. The women's Euros are soon starting in England and we have a bunch of players there, mainly playing for France, of course. That's Katoto, Diani, Kashawi, Baltimore and Gioro, but Ilsted is also playing for Sweden, Martens for Netherlands, Bachmann for Switzerland and Bisse for Norway. 
Otherwise, we wait for the transfer news as they come. And it is, of course, the nature of the euros ahead that some new stars could be born and that will throw a little bit of extra spice into the mercato. Who, who knows if there's a new standout goalkeeper or something, you know, that could be an interesting thing, especially for PSG. We will soon also be talking about men's transfers more. Uh, Vitinha is now in Paris. He was already announced last night, as I record, and few others are very close, I think, to be announced. Uh, at least the new manager, Christoph Galtier, is nearly finally announced. Hopefully he is f- announced once you hear this as soon as possible, but but at the moment he quite yet isn't, but all the reports are are saying that that he should be any moment now or in the days to come. But these things I was really talking about somewhat preemptively, but nevertheless in the previous episode, so go check that out if you missed it. The only thing that has significantly changed from the last episode information is that Xavi Simons did not extend his contract with PSG and then go on loan to his native Netherlands to PSV Eindhoven. He actually signed directly with them instead, but PSG reportedly have a buyback option and that should be around 4 million. So in the bigger scheme of things, at least to my eye, it looks more like a technicality than anything else. That is all for now, must try to enjoy the summer a little bit also it always happens to me that the transfer nerves always get the best of me every summer when i should be relaxing that's the way that it goes sometimes this is psg review my name is Mikko, and i'm very grateful to you for listening there's been now listeners from nearly 60 different countries and to me that's just wonderful much appreciated feel free to subscribe share recommend to friend rate or whatever else options are available if you so feel for now Thank you very much and until the next time, peace.